Ever wanted to be handed the keys to a Ferrari? Meet the sexiest voice on iTunes? Or perhaps kiss a little <clears throat> sea down under? November 2017 at Desire Pearl, maybe your chance. Come along with us on a swing trip of epic proportions by letting us know you're interested on one of our sites. A personal message on Twitter with your names and email addresses will work as well. As soon as we have the details finalized, you'll be the first to know. What's your thing? Care to join us? Come along and find out. Fuck you later. This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. We have some fantastic guests this evening. Well, depends on what time of the day you're listening to it, but we do have some fantastic guests hailing from the United States of America. Welcome, uh, A and Mr. T. Thank hey. you for having us. Hey. Thanks for joining us. And um, these guys on Twitter are Sexy Married Secrets. You've uh, probably heard us talking about some questions recently on a, on a podcast, and uh, we thought we'd take the opportunity to have a chat. So you guys have yes. just started. This weekend, pretty special weekend, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Very special. We'd love to hear a little bit of background on, on the both of you and also... Well, if I can interject, I actually, <laughs> I, actually I want to say something about uh, you guys. And, you you know, we've, we've been talking for a couple of weeks now and you've shared some, some information on yourselves. And um, I just, I want to congratulate you guys for how you've displayed your ability to collaborate as a couple and communicate as a couple. And I know... Mr. T, you know, you can probably elaborate on it, but you guys had a pretty robust and, and difficult conversation um, about joining the lifestyle, about, you know, what you guys want sexually. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Because I think that's really special and I think it should be applauded. I agree. Um, yes. Um, I am a bisexual and um, I actually attempted to hide it for many, many years. Um, my wife, um, on our 18th wedding anniversary, um, she had these lingering thoughts about, about it and decided to um, bring me home one night when the kids were gone. And she got me um, drunk. Um, <laughs> nice work, eh? Yes, that's a great way to do it and then she set me down and um, the way that she did it was amazing because she proceeded the conversation with this is a judgment free zone uh, whatever you say uh, it, I will accept um, I will I will believe and I will love you regardless of what the outcome of this conversation was and so for me it was it was extremely difficult because I was unwilling to admit it to myself for many, many, many years because I grew up in an extremely religious, extremely conservative household. Um, if you were that way, it was against God's plan and everything. Um, so it was extremely difficult for me, myself, just to accept it myself. And then for me to utter the words uh, to her was an amazing step. Um, but I was tired of hiding it from her. I was tired of the wall that it was creating between us. Uh, I was tired of the lies that I was having to tell when I was trying to feed this monster. Um, 
So uh, I just blurted, blurted it out. I said, I am bisexual. Or actually, I think at that time I called bi-curious. Bi-curious, yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, after we talked about it and everything, uh, it opened an amazing door for us. Yeah. Uh, because we were able to communicate and talk about it. It didn't get easy. Well, it got easier, but there was still a lot of stuff that we had to talk about. Uh, so we made a pact with each other that we would have our weekly or daily check-ins, whatever we needed to do, and just talk. So we'd go in our bedroom, we'd shut our doors, and we'd say, okay, how are you doing today? And there were a lot of tears, uh, a lot of crying, a lot of yelling, and then she got emotional too. And, <laughs> and so, um, uh, but it opened the door, and so that's, that was two, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opened our uh, it opened our way to oh um, shit that's going on four years ago oh yes four we're years going ago. on twenty two years yes twenty two years time flies yes um, but it opened the door for us to become more adventure more adventurous sexually mm-hmm. uh, uh, we discovered the um, uh, my both of our our desire and love of um, pegging and um, actually enjoying porn together freaking gay porn is where it's at dude. <laughs> Watching, who doesn't love watching two hot guys going at it, dude? They know what they want. They go after it. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to say, well done. I'm, I'm impressed with both of you for the way you've handled this. Yeah, I mean, a you know the fact that you you came forward and I guess wanted to have these conversations without judgment because you cherish and love your partner. I mean, guys, that's special. I mean. Regardless of whatever your experiences are from here on out, I mean, you got to know that that not a lot of people, not a lot of relationships, have the ability to have these conversations and be non-judgmental and just, you know, cherish your partner for who they are as an individual. So, you know, I hope there's people out there listening and feel that they can try to have that same conversation because, you know, you guys have done it and it's Agreed. obviously working. And. It obviously has given given you both a stronger relationship. Or actually, that's a, probably a good question. Has it? Has it opened interesting conversations? Yes. Uh, because at this point, nothing's off limits. Um, there's not a, to- a topic that we can't talk about. Uh, it's, it's cut down amazingly on the amount of arguments, uh, the amount of frustration between us. Because if... We can talk about that and overcome that, that and actually grow closer together. Then, what else is there? You're so um, you're so right. Um, and <laughs> I mean, I, I I joke, and I don't want to make a lighthearted um, point of this, but if you can have, like you said, that tough conversation, then those little niggly, you know, day to day relationship issues, they just kind of just become so open and just, you know hey, this is annoying me today and you can work on it. Um, you mean like somebody leaving the top off the toothpaste? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, D, that drives him insane and has done for many years, but for whatever reason, he's just, you know, really bundled that anger. I've swallowed <laughs> it because I love you, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't want to make a lighthearted, you know, joke about it, but um, what we've found is that 
once you have this communication, you can, I mean, it goes anywhere. You can have that just ability to chat and, and engage with each other and regardless of the topic. And I think that helps with relationships to, to build them and, and make them a little bit stronger. So, so that was four, four years ago, eh? Um, yeah. Tell us, so you had that conversation four years ago. You said you've been kind of experimenting in the bedroom, experimenting with, with porn. I'm assuming kind of talking about fantasies and all those oh, just really sexy, amazing conversations you guys now get to have. Um, what, what then has led you to swinging? I mean, how, how did that transpire? I think it was a lot of it because at first he was classifying himself as bicurious and then he would say bisexual and then that kind of got on my nerves because I'm thinking you can't be bisexual if you haven't done it yet. So then it became this discussion of, oh my gosh, I would just love to see him. I would just love to share a guy with him, how awesome and hot that would freaking be because I think he's really good with his mouth. I don't have the parts for it, but I would just have loved to have shared that with somebody. <laughs> and to share that with a guy for both of us was was a pretty awesome fantasy of ours for a few years. And we just, we never thought that we would actually take that step until we started listening to podcasts and how awesome it was. And um, yeah, just listen to other people's experience. Right. And it was never necessarily about the sex. Nope. It was about the relationship. And being together and sharing something together. Yes. And that's what, it, it no longer made it as scary or as taboo or as forbidden. And so, and we're both, um, you know, big members of our church and everything like that. So we had to wrestle with the, how that interacts with um, God's plan. And then we had a discussion about, you know, that God wants us to be happy in our relationship relationship and we're not committing adultery because both of us know exactly what we're doing and we're not doing it apart from each other so you know after we wrestled with all that stuff and then she was actually the one that decided to set up the appointment (laughs) i was actually very surprised it was a it's a mutual friend of ours and i half jokingly half secretly seriously asked him to do some work for us and then i added oh and by the way (laughs) You could be our third because we're thinking about entering a lifestyle type of situation, and he jumped on it. Okay. Um, and this this gentleman, I mean, he just really surprised the hell out of both of us because I had no idea that he even may be any type of bisexual at all either. So, yeah. yeah. So was he somebody you, I suppose you you met at church or you knew from church or something like that? No, not church at all. He was someone that I used to work with on the side. Um, we both have a, a hobby interest, um, but we've both known him for years, Mr. T and I. Okay. So he was a, a mutual friend of ours. That, I mean, that's it's a funny one because um, some people say when they first get into, you know, potentially playing with others, like some people set these these uh, boundaries or the rules and they say, we don't. We want this person to be completely mystery. You know, they don't have anything to do with our life. We've never met them. They are almost faceless, nameless, a third person in, or a fourth person in the room. Yeah, just um, a little further away f- from home. Yeah, um, you know, I think that it's that it's interesting and, and great that you were able to have this this conversation with this gentleman who, I guess, you guys were both comfortable with. 
Right. And um, it, it, sorry, Mr. T. It it shocked me that A would select this individual because of how close it was and because we have to be extremely, extremely discreet with this type of lifestyle, unfortunately, based on our work and our community involvements and our family. But when she mentioned it, it just made sense. Yeah. Uh, this person also has to be discreet. Uh, we both know this individual. We're both comfortable with this person. And it was, it, it just happened. It, it just made sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Even for us, we still need to be discreet as well, you know, right. um, which is interesting given we have a podcast. <laughs> And I'm also, I'm terrible at editing out names. Oh, they know nothing about that. <laughs> Just you a shout out been, to yep. everyone who constantly helps Dee and I moderate our own podcast when we name drop. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, especially the two we have the, on the other end of the line here because we've copped at least a couple of um, updates. Well, it's actually funny because the last time you guys told me that uh, I'd name dropped Dee, I sat there and listened to an hour and 10 minutes of our podcast and because I'm so used to saying the name or hearing the name, I, I couldn't find it. Um, so thank you. We appreciate it. No problem. Give us an opportunity to listen to it two or three times as well. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, do you want to talk to us a little bit about the night? I mean, leading up to the catch-up, what you guys kind of did to prepare and, you know, how nervous you were feeling. Um, yeah, or, some of the emotional roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, excitement, like sexy, oh. you know, getting each other ready, um, you know, all of that stuff. Run us through what you guys did. Interesting enough, um, <laughs> simultaneously, <laughs> we were also answering emails from other folks that we were um, scoping out. I don't know what the terminology is here. Scoping <laughs> out, I, I, that I, works, yeah. Hunting down. Hunting <laughs> down. Um, praying on. Praying on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to respond to an email to someone, and I burst into tears and folded it up, and I said, I can't do this. I'm done. I can't do this. So that was working simultaneously with the preparation with this gentleman friend of ours, but it never caused me me to pause with this guy because and I even asked uh, Mr. T if uh, <laughs> if um, if that was weird that I had no reservations whatsoever but anyway to answer your question in the first place the night before we did a lot of grooming um, there was an yep. inspection <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's and, and standard follow up yeah <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm OCD about everything um, so for like the four days leading up to it, I am prepping. I'm making sure that all the laundry's done. I'm making sure the house is clean. I'm making sure that there's groceries stocked. I'm making sure the kids have everything they need. Their homework is caught up on. Um, that areas of the house they will never see are cleaned. Uh, all the Christmas shopping is done. <laughs> The bomb shelters prepped. This actually sounds yeah. somewhat familiar, I'm going to say. Yeah, so Mr. T, you know, man after my own heart. I do the same thing. 
Yeah. Seawall uh, makes sure that the rubbish has been taken out and the rubbish bins have been cleaned internally, you know, the whole lot. <laughs> it's we, quite um, funny. We, we finished and everyone was happy and everyone was getting cleaned up and Mr. T had left the room and, and the friend and I were standing there and I said, look, dude, we've got coffee out there. We've got a vegetable tray. And he kind of laughed it off and we came around the corner to the kitchen and he said, oh, shit, you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We had coffee. Well, Mr. T had coffee and a vegetable tray laid out. So we just sat around and had a conversation for about an hour after. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, exactly what he drank, what he liked, everything. So, Yeah, that would have made it a lot easier, I think, than the experiences we've had, you know, because we, we're still learning the people, still finding out things about them, still trying to understand whether what they drink or what they, you know, um, what style of coffee they like? One lump or two, as they say. <laughs> I mean, yeah. having that um, that catch up after, though. I mean, it's it's great that you guys are, and I guess this is why you chose this particular person. That you were so comfortable that you can say, "Wow, we just did a lot of stuff in that bedroom." And hey, here's a carrot stick and a coffee. Let's have a conversation about it. <laughs> carrot stick, good good choice as well. The vegetable platter. Did your homework, no doubt. Yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) And um, since this is really recent, I mean, this is a couple of days old, but have you guys taken the time to debrief and have a conversation with each other and talk about the highlights, what you enjoyed, what maybe could be better next time, how you might approach this uh, with other people? Have you had that debrief? Yes. Um, yeah, several times. Uh, yeah, we yeah, right after a uh, gentleman left, uh, we debriefed. Well, there was a whole lot of giggling at first. Uh, <laughs> can we just do this? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like two Elmos in the same room. Yes, and um, and so then it was okay. All right, so are you okay? Uh, is there any residual issues? Right. No, there's none whatsoever. No I don't regrets. have any either. No regrets. It was amazing. Yes, it was. All right. And so, thank you. Yes, thank you. I can't believe yes. And because it was, what, 44 years of feeling, what would that, what would that feel like doing and then doing it? Mm-hmm. And then the connection that we had while we were doing it was amazing. Um, it really is. Um, it was more looking her in the eyes um, and just feeling the heat that she was feeling. And just being a part of that was just amazing. Yeah, isn't it interesting? And, and I actually just reached out and touched C's leg in the middle of what you were saying, because we had the same thing, you know, after our first real event, um, I'm not sure I ever felt as close with somebody as I did after I shared her with somebody else, which is ludicrous. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but then if you've never experienced it, it wouldn't make sense to you. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, we were talking off air prior to this and Mr. T, you mentioned there were an awful lot of number of firsts for you and I'm sure there were for A as well. 
I'm just wondering, you know, what you're comfortable with. Can you give us an idea of what your firsts were? Well, first person, besides my wife, um, first person um, that I ever, well, I, I saw his cock. And then actually, um, he uh, penetrated me annual, annual, <laughs> annually. And so, um, and then I uh, enjoyed the whole um, um, cuckold experience mm-hmm. as well. Um, I had a chair set up beside the bed and watched them to enjoy themselves. Um, and then had carrot sticks and coffee after. <laughs> <laughs> so the carrot sticks and coffee were they first as well? <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, yeah, wow. Just wow, guys. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, we're both sitting here with big grins on our face. We're so excited for the fact that you guys had, had fun doing this. Now, I you, have bur- you really it- burned through a lot of, um, sexual <laughs> fantasies there in the one session, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's funny because we were, we were like, up. I am like very organized. So oh, I wanted geez. this checklist. I, I kept saying, okay, we need a script. What's going to, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? And she kept saying, just, just let it happen. Just chill out. And I was like, okay, but what do you want? When do you want it? Uh, just chill out. Just like, shut up and just let it happen. So when it, when he came into the room, <laughs> you're buck ass naked. Uh, then I was like, okay, just chill the F out. Yeah. So I was sitting in the chair and then she proceeded to, you know, there was... Some no, t- I didn't proceed. I jumped off the bed and put his hands on my tits. And then he started to finger me and I started to stroke him. And we got it off that way because everyone was trying to figure out who was supposed to be doing what. So <laughs> I got a little bit tired of it. I jumped right in. The dudes were standing around trying to discuss logistics. And I'm sitting over here getting wet going, screw you all. We're going to do this now. <laughs> I love it. It seems like you, you guys have the same dynamic as us because sees the, the you know. In the opposite organ- direction. Like I'm I'm Mr. T and you and A are yeah, like you're the organizer. You need to have everything in place. You need to almost have a script as how the night's going to play out. Whereas um, we'll no, be you, flirting right? with a couple, you know, drinking and D gets to a point where he's like, seriously, it's – Midnight, are we going to progress this to the bedroom? <laughs> is this, this going to happen or should I I mean, this is all sleep? fun. This is great. This is sexy conversation. I'm loving it, but I kind of want to see people naked right now. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, yeah. Well, so, well, you know, after you. Well, for 22 years to be with the same person where you, you know the signals, you know the signs on what they're expecting, what what gets them going, and then you add this third element in the room, and you want them to enjoy the experience as well. So it's trying to learn that very, very fast to, to make sure they're okay. Uh, so it was just, it was just. That makes uh, you a very, cons- Mr. T is an extremely considerate lover. He has to, um, not to toot our own horns here, but I'm, I'm multi-orgasmic, and I never knew that before I met him because he is so um, OCD with making sure everyone else is happy in the room, and usually that's me. <laughs> awesome. That's that's a <laughs> good awesome. place to be. Uh, there's, there's, there's probably a lot of women out there listening to this podcast <laughs> right now just going, damn it. <laughs> Wrong choice in husband. <laughs> 
Yes, because I also do the dishes, I also do the laundry, and I buy carrot sticks and coffee. So. <laughs> you'd like the full, you the nicely rounded out package. Hey, throw in a good roast and a nice banana cake, and you know, you've got me. <laughs> I also cook. Yes, I do most of the cooking. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting you say that. I, I may have taken some sco- scones or scones, depending on how you want to pronounce it, into cease work last week, and I think I've got about 15 ladies who oh, decided they're going to follow me home. People are hoping I drop dead, and then they can just <laughs> come and move right in. And they, the thing is, they don't realise you don't need to have you don't need to drop dead for that. Well, that's what in the back of his head he's like. Just tell them they can. We share. It's yeah. fine. Fifteen, fifteen ladies, sixteen ladies, and me. That sounds like a pretty good party. <laughs> you know you can't handle that. Come on. Yeah, I know. I like to dream. <laughs> what um? What about what's so? I mean, a you wanting to experience and 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 have this fun with Mister T. And, um, you know, see him with another man. I mean, have, have you guys kind of spoken about, you know, what, what might be next? Like what other things are open in the realm? Are you feeling like you're just going to stay with having a, another man in the room? Or do you think that might progress over time? Um, I don't know. We've been discussing now because before Mr. T and I got together, I was um, living with a girl for like three and a half years. Um, I actually thought that I was lesbian before I met him. So I'm thinking, hey, I'm kind of missing the the other flip side of it now. So I'm kind of thinking maybe we could find a, a unicorn in the future that we could both share. That sounds like fun. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's um, yeah, that sounds sounds like a very interesting dynamic. Almost like one that we uh, we've mentioned previously, which I know you guys is, is another podcast that you guys listen to. Good friends of ours, by the by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it, it's excite it's an exciting look forward, isn't it? Seeing where you yes. where you were only four days ago, just discussing it, and now yeah, it's, what it's what yeah, the doors what- have opened. And what's amazing, though, is that uh, A, didn't think that I would be up to being with another woman because she thought that I was. Yeah, we were both so fixated on this this bisexuality part of it that it never occurred to me that he might actually want um, another set of tits in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that That's hilarious. That'll happen, though. Oh, yes, 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 definitely. Well, I mean, this is the thing. The whole experience is, from the start, even for us, we still learn new things every time. I mean, not only now, every time we hook up with somebody else, but every time we're in the bedroom as well, we learn new things about each other because we're now much more open to discuss things that we never would have discussed historically. Like what, for example? Oh, well, um, so recently we Dee bought a toy a little while ago, actually, um, when we'd re- relocated here to, to Asia and, um, he bought a toy while I was gone because we didn't see each other for about two months. Um, and recently I was like, I, I want to use your toy on you. Um, and I want to, I want to experience that. I want to feel it. I want to see the look on your face, know how to do it. So. It's that kind of stuff. Um, Dee went online and bought some attachments for my Hitachi and we just 
played with those and he bought like three or four. And for example, one of them, um, he inserted it and into me and I went, yep, nope, don't like that. That one goes in the bin. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thankfully, you know, it's $6 from China sort of style attachments. So we'll buy the, we'll buy the, the good ones after we figure out which ones we don't like. Yeah, and you know he, he went and had that the yoni massage education session, so kind of bringing that into the bedroom. I want to do some um, prostate massage stuff and bring that into the bedroom. Um, you know, so a little bit of role play, all of these sorts of things now that I think you can open up within your own bedroom and and and. And also the ability to be honest when you're out in public, like seeing, uh, you know, for me now, even I, I sent see a. a text message the other day because there was a, a really lovely lady laying beside our one of our 14 pools that we have in our complex and <laughs> I just sent her a text saying there's a sexy girl beside the beside the pool now her response was a little tongue-in-cheek well, but I'm at work you know was her response and I said I'd, I didn't say the sexiest <laughs> girl I said a sexy girl so you know just things like that the ability to be honest within your relationship and and see somebody who catches your eye and say hey look that that person catches my eye and it helps you both develop you know in this lifestyle when when we go out now and we're say we're at a a lifestyle event we can look at the other people in a couple and say well i'm it's a waste of time me talking to that lady because i know she's not going to be interested in that guy or or vice, vice versa you know so um just the honesty, the the openness and honesty in in our relationship that it's opened by being in, involved in this lifestyles. It's it's unpar- I mean, it's unparalleled. I don't know any of any of my friends, certainly of van- vanilla friends, who talk as openly as we do. And we we get that often, yeah. actually. So I guess it kind of goes back to your point before. You know, you talk about more things in the bedroom. You talk about things that you want sexually, but out. Outside of the bedroom too, life, you know, I mean, little things that get in the way, finances, children, I mean, whatever, um, you know, you foster these these abilities through the lifestyle. And we have vanilla friends who constantly comment on just how at ease with each other we appear, like how happy we, we generally are because those little niggling things, they're out in the open and they're done and, and we've moved on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we actually, it's funny because um, we actually coined the term peaches and strawberries. Peaches are hot guys and strawberries are hot girls. And so when we're out together, like grocery shopping or anything like that, we can go, hey, honey, there's a peach on aisle two. <laughs> nice. Or there's a strawberry on aisle four. And, you know, even when we're with the kids or anybody else, we have this little cold word we can go back and forth. And, you know, uh, the other day we were shopping with the, the kids and I turned the corner and go, oh, my God, I really want a Pepsi. And she says, what? And I said, you'll see when you, when you turn the corner. And there was a Pepsi vendor there and he was very attractive. <laughs> and, uh, I don't care what you do with your Pepsi. I just want yes. one. <laughs> that's a ripe looking peach want, over want. there. Geez, that's a juicy looking peach. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's like, God, these guys are but, like fruitarians. They're really liking their fruit over there. <laughs> yeah. Love their fruit, and they, apparently they're really into peaches. <laughs> or strawberries. Peaches. I think even before we started this, obviously before we started this, but we have a lot of friends who um, hashtag relationship goals us on social media whenever we post photos and they know us in person and whatnot because 
just in the last four years or so, I mean, we've gotten so much closer, but it shows even before we started doing any of this stuff that communication, communication, oh my God, communication is key to every relationship. Yeah, like we uh, talked one day and I didn't realize how important it was for her to receive flowers. Um, So now on at least a weekly basis, um, I will bring her home a bouquet of flowers. They're not expensive $99 flowers or anything like that. Uh, but it's just a simple, you know, daisies or something like that, just so she can have fresh flowers. And also um, how important it is for me uh, to open the door for her when we go out um, to the car. Uh, so um, just the very, very simple things. And we're always holding each other's hands or touching on each other when we're out in public. And the connection is just amazing because uh, I feel it's so much stronger now because she has accepted me, when I felt I was broken and damaged. I always did. Right. And you just didn't admit it yet. Right. So it's, <clears throat> it's just brought us so much closer together uh, because she she completes me when I didn't think anybody out there could love me for the damaged person that I was. And she showed me, you're not damaged. In fact, you're hot. You're freaking perv, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the glorious thing is you both get to share that that freaking pervosity <laughs> together. That's right. <laughs> you both get we to have all pervs. the we want now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just think it's it's beautiful. Um, again, you know the the fact that you guys have and a reached out and you guys had that that hard that tough conversation and you know I hope now, Mister T, you realize that. You know, you are accepted, um, not only in your relationship, but that you can accept yourself and be mm. accepted in the community as well. I mean, I hope now that this experience also has made you feel like you are a valuable person um, in and outside of your relationship. It, it has gone a long way. It's not, it's not, there are still days where it's, I struggle every day because I still have to be in the closet. Uh, yeah. My family, my job, my community, unfortunately, would not accept. I don't think would not accept me for who I am, truly. Um, so, but to have that person where you can you can be free, and you don't have to worry about judgment or what someone's going to say behind your back, it's it's amazing to have the support system that I do. But I don't I don't like the whole in the closet part because. We can we can classify the lifestyle as being our private time, and we can classify with just our vanilla friends going to church and things. But when we take this other part of him and we put it, quote, unquote, in the closet, to me, that's just so negative. We need yeah. to just stop saying stuff like that and just say, you know, hey, you know, we don't we don't discuss at the table when we when we're at McDonald's for lunch with somebody that, hey, you know, I did my husband up the ass last night. <laughs> so just that, we don't discuss those things in public. So why do we need to? T- take this side of it and push it away in the closet. That just makes it sound so flowers in the attic and negative. Yeah. I don't like that. It's um, it's a good point, A, eh? because, um, I mean, compartmentalizing some of the stuff that, that we do in the lifestyle, as you know, we, we're not freely out. I mean, we don't walk down the street and wear a shirt that says we're swingers um, or like you say, right. hey, last well, night actually, we were no, with. Sorry, I need to interrupt. We do. In Singapore, you do. I do that regularly. He wears a T-shirt from the average swingers out at a hawker center, and I'm like, 
Man, I don't think people get it. And but if this was back in Australia, <laughs> because it looks like a uh, it looks like a a bourbon. Yeah, I can't think of the the brand, but it's a bourbon <laughs> bourbon whiskey. The design of it. Design. So I wander around with that out in public. I'm hoping that one day somebody will actually pull me up and say, you know, I know what's on your shirt, but nobody. I don't think anybody ever even takes any notice. Even if they did, you could pull it down and go like, really? I got this for three bucks in Malaysia. What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you. you... No, I was just saying like I have to compartmentalize the lifestyle when I'm at work, but I don't call it that I'm stuck in a closet or that I have to be behind bars. The way that I almost relate to it is that when when I'm in business, I wear a mask. I have the sees business mask on because that's that's the way that I need to present myself in meetings um, with the client and uh, you know it's a it's a very straightforward black and white mask that I have to wear when I'm with D or when I'm with our lifestyle friends or when we're on this podcast I get to be me and not hold anything back um, and then we have vanilla friends who Again, you know, I do wear a bit of a mask around. I'm not being myself 100%, um, but I'm still being, you know, flirtatious, cheeky, talking about things that probably most people wouldn't talk about, I guess, um, you know, joking about sexual positions and stuff like that. But it's not 100% of me. It's probably, I don't know, 80 or 90% of me. So that's how I manage it. I don't know. D, any thoughts? Well, that's a, it's the same with me. I mean... Certainly at work, I, I used a different, uh, well, it's almost like a persona. let's step back. I, I'm, I'm, a lot of people will see me as outwardly confident and quite um, verbose when in a group of people. Well, that's actually not natural me. Natural me is, is sit at home in a, on a couch in front of a TV and enjoy company of myself, you know, that, so I wear a mask every time I'm out in public because I, I want to be involved in the public and involved in what's going on. So it's no different for me to wear a mask in the lifestyle and out of the lifestyle. Although I'm generally the guy in the room who's overstepping the line in the sand anyway. So <laughs> I think most people are used to me, um, doing that even in our vanilla life. Yeah. yeah, I'm very similar to that. I'm a strong, very, very, very strong introvert. But through my profession, I have to be the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I have to be the big extrovert. And I do a whole lot of trainings to large groups of people and very involved with um, the community. And I have to give speeches on the radio and on the news. And I have to basically turn on this total opposite person than I really, really want to be. And it's, it's frustrating, but she actually doesn't like that side of me as much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. I I mean, it's the same for me. I've, I've always been involved in business that requires me to stand up in front of three, 400 people and give a presentation. You know, that's, that's just been part of my career. So it's, Mm -hmm. um, it is very interesting though, as an introvert being, extroverted in in public isn't it yes mm. very, so very exhausting it is exhausting emotionally exhausting and for me i need to take the time to come home to be with myself to recoup almost yes yeah um i have a question for a 
Hey, we, we covered off, t- there were a few firsts for T, Mr. T. There were a lot of firsts for Mr. T. Um, beside the fact that you witness your man with another man, is there, were there any firsts for you? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. No, you were quite the whore before we got together. <laughs> yeah, I, <was> <laughs> I really was. I, I remember the, no, there were no firsts for me in that room. When the first night that Mr. T and I spent together, I went home and my mother was sitting up and she just asked if I was okay. And I said, yes. And I said, Ma, he was awful. I don't know what the deal was with this dude, but he really was bad. And she just kind of tipped her ashes off of her cigarette and looked at me with this halo of smoke above her head. And she said, honey, teach him everything you know. (laughs) And I did and now she's multi-orgasmic. Yeah. Yes. That's interesting because even though all of the experience that I had before I married Mr. T, I had never had an orgasm before ever. Oh, wow. I do know what was first. What? We learned how bad a dick tastes after you take the condom off. Oh, God. Off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm yes. Like burnt rubber. We haven't, we haven't used condoms in over 20 years, and we ripped it off, and we were... Going to go back to sucking on him a little bit. And I just, I remember sitting up and going, oh my God, I need a wipe. Yes. Note to self, wipe this shit off before we, yeah. Oh God, it's awful. Yeah. um, Uh, Yes. Wet wipes are a necessity. I've seen um, C's face. Even on my even on my cock post condom, <laughs> eyes roll back into the head and she's like, oh God, do I have to do this? This is chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, right. It's horrible. Yeah. And and you had no issue with the condoms because you haven't used them in twenty years. Um, a lot of guys have. No, problems. they were non-negotiable. But no, we didn't. We didn't have an issue with them. I didn't really. I didn't really notice. I guess no. Because well, the reason I mentioned that know. is a lot of guys who come, you know, after being in a long-term relationship, bump into bump into the lifestyle, and their first experience with somebody else is always with a condom. And they haven't used a condom in so long that it actually impedes their performance. They end up having problems with either gaining or sustaining an erection because every time they try and put a condom on, it it feels, unna- it. feels unnatural. Yeah, it feels unnatural, and it it changes their mind, their mindset a little bit, you know, because we all fumble the first time we go to put one on after a long period of time. Unless they practiced, maybe yeah. the day before they were practicing. Putting did, on yeah, the did you guys practice with condom application? <laughs> no. Well, I actually didn't have to wear one because but, I was yeah. right. her. Um, and, and to be, to be, we we do use. Uh, we should have been clear about that. We do use them occasionally on a toy or two, if it's um, if the toy causes some type of uh, irritation, we might throw one on there or something. I don't know, but uh, Mr. T is giggling because he wants me to tell that <laughs> we. We put a cock ring on our gentleman friend, and at first he didn't know what the hell we were doing. He didn't know what it was. Um, <laughs> and then we, I used, I used one of my bullet vibe toys around his um, man parts, and <laughs> at this point you didn't say cock. The yeah, well, the <laughs> thing that went up this man's spine. Really, he he was pretty he was pretty happy that with that. First. <laughs> he had never ever 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 experienced toys at all no and we just brought out just a few of what we own yeah so that's awesome. we actually have what three three or four cabinets full at this point yeah it's a 
fairly large collection. Your so, collection will um, evolve and grow as well. That's something that we've noticed since we've been in the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. And he we've got a first. We've grown away from it too. The guy that you played with, you know, you gave him a first as well. So that's pretty <laughs> yeah. great. It was, sounds like he'll be back. Oh, we, yeah, we kept looking at him saying, are you okay? Is this okay? Would this be all right? Would this would it be okay if we do this? And he'd just lay there and go, well, I'm just thrilled to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite a man's response, I have to say. I'm just, I just think this is awesome. I'm happy to be here. Just treat me as your man toy. <laughs> Pretty much what we did. Right. I guess I think the only... The only negative from the experience was I, I don't I think he was extremely nervous himself. So yes. he basically just laid there. We referred to it as he was just our living dildo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was um, he, he didn't know what to do with his hands. And so I was I was constantly trying to move his hands up to caress her breasts and to what I knew she enjoyed. And so uh, with the next one um, who we're talking to right now, not not right now, but we're talking to, uh, we're trying to, uh, trying to be more aware of what our hopes and our wants and our desires are. Yeah. Uh, and ask more questions from the next guy. Like, you know, how big are you? Are you circumcised? Are you into this? What's your kinks? What's your fetishes? All that type of stuff. Are your balls shaved? <laughs> so, so very important. Uh, it's all the- grooming. Oh, can't even. Can't even. I all the small details again. It's like leaving the lid off the toothpaste. We're back to that, just with somebody else. <laughs> it's so important. It is. It's it makes a mess if you don't put it back on. <laughs> toothpaste. He's talking yes. about not the condom. Yeah, I know. I was. I was. Kidding. I was calculating there. My brain was a little slow. Well, that's great. It sounds like you had a really positive first experience, and I'm glad that we could. Um, share share it with our listeners because I mean you don't get to do this more than once you know this is the first time and it'll be the last time you get to be the first time so um, and one of the things we we really liked about the fact that you guys agreed to this and I think I mentioned it to you is that we we're all about the, the lifestyle we're all about the community we're all about helping people grow into the community or grow in the community and you know as you get a little bit further down into the lifestyle you lose that insight as to what the beginning started like and what it felt like and all the sensations and fears and smiles and giggles as you said you know so it's really nice that you guys were um, kind enough to offer your first experience for us um thank you very much i'm i'm really happy with the with that well, thank you all because honestly, 100%, yes. I don't think we would have ever have done this if we hadn't become so comfortable with it listening to you all talk about your all's experiences. Um, and I'm not just blowing shit up your ass. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, you all have made such an impact on us with how it has affected your relationship and grown your relationship and mm-hmm. connection that has formed out of it. Uh, it's not about sex. It's about that connection. And that's something that we really, really talked a lot about all along the way. This is not about having sex. This is about you and I 
me and my wife experiencing something together, there just happens to be another person in the room doing it. But at the end of the day, when that person leaves, it's still, still just you and me. Mm-hmm. And we get to experience this. Mm-hmm. And I might add, you get to um, relive it as well, which I'm sure will provide some interesting sexual fun on the way <laughs> over the next few <laughs> few days, if it hasn't already. Oh, no, we, we, we were exhausted from the first time. <laughs> it was it was seriously, it was emotionally, like emotionally draining, like because you lead up to it and you're so nervous and apprehensive and there's all this stress that's building up to it. You know, like whether or not, you know, I'm going to be able to perform properly. Uh, is my wife going to break down and start crying? Uh, is the guy going to chicken out at the last minute? All this stuff that you worry about. And then I just carried the stress on me. And then when it was done, it was like, oh, <sighs> It was draining. We just wanted done. to go to sleep. We were. I was standing naked in the hallway wrapped in a towel right after a shower. And, and I just stood there bent over giggling going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We just did this. And it was awesome. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> it was much better than what you, you – because you hear so many people talk about your first time. And don't expect fireworks or don't expect magic because it is your first time. And everybody in the room is nervous. And you, there, it was, there was nerves, but we were able to still do pretty much everything we hoped we would be able to do. Mm-hmm. And one thing we talked about we weren't going to do, we even did that. So, okay. So your um, you, you, your boundaries shifted as well while you were, while you're um, yes. involved in the play. And you come out the other end of it happy. You know, I oh, mean, yes. collaborative. Right. I mean, it's 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 perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, a good good decisions it. can be made mid play. There's no doubt right. about that, provided you've got the right co- uh, conversation, whether it be verbal or nonverbal communication. You know, good decisions can be made mid play. A lot of people aren't willing to make decisions mid play because you know, in the in the heat of the moment, you can get things wrong. But I, I firmly believe, provided you've broached that previously you know you've said you've had a discussion about it and you may you may have agreed well that's something for later but later maybe tonight Mm. (laughs) later doesn't necessarily um, have to be six months from now right and there's no we, we talked about this you know if this if afterwards there was an issue this could be our only one time and we were both okay with that because it is about our relationship and if it wasn't comfortable for one of us, then it's not going to be comfortable for either of us. And so we just wanted to make sure that we didn't leave anything on the table we would regret later not doing. Yeah. And that was the big issue. Uh, there was something that uh, I was um, – the thing we're talking about was I was uncomfortable with receiving anal sex from him. And then mm-hmm. in the moment, she suggested it, and I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Pop her on in. Saddle up. Yes. Saddle up. <laughs> Saddle up. And ironically, he. Oh my gosh. He appeared to be more enthusiastic. Enthusiastic with that than with her. So we think we may have changed somebody. A little bit, yeah. Well, uh, look, I mean, uh, yeah, again, an opening, eye opening experience for him. Yes. 
And I'm sure next time around he probably will be a little bit more engaged given he knows what he can get away with, you know what I mean, in terms of the, the hands, where they go and things like that. Although it is always a little confusing as to where the hands go. I have to say, even in a puppy pile that I've been involved in, I'm like, you know, what do I do? I've got my hand, there's, you know, two girls gathered on my penis. and I'm, I'm looking at D right now with this like confused brow puckered look on my face because at no point have I ever seen you confused where to put your hands. <laughs> in fact, they wander a lot. When it there's might a puppy be internal turmoil. On. Might be an internal. You I know. think. I think it's more where I put them next now because <laughs> this one's on that lady. This one's on that person. I wish I had more hands. Yeah. Well, after you get settled in, you do wish you had more hands and more penises. <laughs> Probably just more everything. Yeah. Places <laughs> put stuff. Sorry. What was that? I said there was a lot of places to put stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the glorious thing is you, you, you very rarely run out of places to put things. No. <laughs> well, I can store I, that here. I can store that there. Exactly. <laughs> and then you start adding toys and it's like, oh, look, now there's an extra thing in the bedroom. We're going to use that as well. <laughs> Got something else we can put somewhere else. How convenient. Yes. Mm. Well, look, guys, um, we just, again, wanted to say thanks. Um, thanks for taking the time to talk to us and thanks for opening up for the listeners um, out there. And I guess we, we really appreciate it and we hope everybody else does. And, and uh, yeah, we really valued your time. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you get our pleasure. And you get to listen to your own voices on a podcast. Which is really strange. Yeah. <laughs> Every time, which yeah. is why I never edit anything because the sound of our own voices is so annoying we were sitting here discussing when you all would call and i, I told him i told mr t that i was gonna look at the screen and go now she's c and he's d and then yeah. <laughs> and i know their real names because they constantly forget to edit them out yeah oh, crackers yeah i've almost done that several times here <laughs> so yes. we'll We'll share your Twitter handle as well um, when we put up this podcast, but uh, do you want to tell us, maybe tell everyone if they want to follow your, your journey where they can find you guys? Uh, we are on Twitter at married secrets, well, married dot secrets or underscore secrets. We don't know. We're <laughs> so new at this. I think he has it right. It is sexy married secrets on Twitter, but our other stuff. Um, and then we are sexy married secrets. Yeah, sexy, sexy married secrets at married secrets underscore secrets. And then we are also on SLS. Yes. At married um, secrets as well. Great. Well, we'll share that when we put this up again. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. A thank you, Mr. T. Yeah. For and now. That's we will uh, so say good, say good evening to you guys and sign off. All right. Thanks very much. This is okay. C. Thank you. Uh, and this is D. And? This is where you come in. Oh, and this is Mr. T. And this is A. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Thank right, you. Bye. Hey, don't go anywhere, guys. Oh, and we're going to call him back on the okay. iPad. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, do, you, do you guys still have some time to chat? Yeah. Yes, but um, I'm going to go to the restroom because I'm drinking oh. a lot. Oh, he's going to go pee.
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, that's okay. We're just going to give call you a back. call back in like five minutes to um, just show you our uh, faces. Oh, sorry. Hold on, guys. There we go. You there? Yeah, yep. we got you. Okay. He disconnected my speaker before he got up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we were just going to um, switch over to the iPad so that we can see you guys and you can see us because uh, uh, we'd like to continue the conversation.